Welcome to Doors of Perception. Here we discuss a multitude of topics, mostly woo or woo adjacent, and we do it in the only way we know how, through the doors of our own perspective. As these are our own opinions, the beliefs, ideals, and thoughts discussed here are that of our own, and those are allowed to change and evolve as we do. We're glad to have you listen along. Happy new moon in Cancer. Yes, all of those with cancer placements. It's a new moon. It was, oh, you guys, seriously, the moon, she's funny. I woke up at 2.22 a.m. this morning. Not really. I got to go back to sleep at like 6.30 for half an hour an hour maybe yeah is it because you were feeling your emotions <laughs> hmm who even knows i can't even remember there was so much shit running through my head i'm pretty sure that i was like processing things that happened in grade seven you know i'm like why why is this even happening right now <laughs> this oh, has you. nothing to do with sleeping yeah, thank you cancer <laughs> right isn't it just so much fun yeah let's get into it let's yeah shanna i was gonna say tell us more about what you're doing this evening for your cancer in new moon yeah so tonight i'm i'm still kind of putting it together i only have you know two hours to figure that out but um i'm i've taken over a women's group and Right now we're meeting either on the new moon or the full moon, and today is the new moon. So we're gonna kind of work on our emotional bodies because cancer is all about our emotions. So I'm gonna really um, have us drop down into the second chakra, which is our emotional chakra, kind of dictates a lot of that. Um, also creativity and like sexual stuff is in the second chakra. But I'm gonna, we're gonna cast a circle, you know, circle space, um, and really just kind of visualize like pulling that emotional body out and taking a look at it and kind of just seeing sort of what comes up for us. And sometimes when you go into these meditations and practices, um, it's just even just like the awareness, like just looking at. looking at the energy there kind of allows it to sort of shift and move. I actually just heard um, another podcast talking about this, about somehow just how things, how, um, I think they were talking about atoms. I'm not scientific, so forgive me if I'm saying totally the wrong thing, but looking at something like that, they'll start behaving differently. So that's sort of the idea of what we're gonna do. And then we're also gonna bring some herbs into it, you know, um, hang out with Mama Mugwort. And yeah, that's what we're gonna work on. <laughs> do y'all have any plans? You know, I'm actually just starting to get more into like new moon ritual. I'm such a lazy, like, 
manifester <laughs> all over, like getting into ritual and stuff like that I'm just like not ritualistic about it <laughs> so I honestly like new moon and stuff like that I'm really interested to hear about different um rituals and stuff like that that other people do so that I can kind of like pick and choose which one feels right for me because I haven't dove into new moon yet I've been focused on full moon I am going to like start actually working on things and uh I'm going to do some things like physically do some things that will move forward um goals that I have um I'm gonna start doing some like kind of started last night like some workout stuff and also I'm going to work on um my I have a few more notes to do for my Reiki 1 and 2 class uh, to teach it and then need to finalize some of the powerpoint stuff what I want to put on the powerpoints anyway and send to Jess what I need for art and or what I want to use from pictures she's already taken that are fantastic yeah I mean I for myself I usually just do my my little honey jars for the new and full moon I do a macro and a micro and that is just putting intentions in little jars and then sweetening the deal with either honey, agave. I actually started using like different color sprinkles that are made out of sugar. So it's sweeten it. And um, the micro is, um, you know, more personal stuff for me. And the macro ends up either being something more like family oriented, partner oriented, or sometimes it's just kind of like, ah, oh, what the hell, I'll put world peace in there too. Why not? sort of thing so I kind of I try to sort of have those two um but because I'm I'm really stepping into this new role I really want to like stay up on my practice and it's nice when you have multiple other people coming to your property that all look at you when it's time for the ritual to begin you're like oh shit I better get it together <laughs> it's like a good like accountability have you all ever worked like with groups like that? I, this is kind of, I guess this is my first time taking one over, but it's also even before this, just being part of a group. Um, I was always really, I guess before I did a lot of work on myself, I was really like against it because I felt like I couldn't trust other people's energy. But now that I sort of understand how it works, I know like I don't have to take in everything that everyone in like a circle or a coven or whatever the hell you want to call it is like bring to the table well and not only that but like you have to do a lot of work in order to find the right people to bring into your circle too because not everybody's energy matches and so it's not anything against that specific person if your energy doesn't jive but that's a very interpersonal thing especially when you start manifesting together as a group you have to be able to trust every single person and jive with every single person in that group and know how their energy flows yeah i mean i guess the way that i've i've looked at this past 
group that I was in that someone else was leading, we kind of took turns leading and it was almost like, like I'm, I'm so visual. So like right now my crown has been set at like a neutral gold all day, but before I go out and um, work with other people, I'll bring it up to a red because that's like my color of what I'm stepping into now. And I like the idea that maybe like the quote unquote leader of the group kind of sets the, the sort of vibe and we can all kind of match match that. Um, but at the same time, like you're right, like making sure everyone individually kind of works together too. I think it is very important to remember when you are in those group situations, um, especially as a leader, that uh, not everybody is coming with the same exact intentions either, regardless of whether you are, uh, it, like if you're manifesting together, you'll have at least a common goal. However, we're all people. We all have our own things going on. We all have our own biases and our own, our own lens, our own perceptions that we put on things. And sometimes when you're in a group setting, those other people's lenses can uh, cloud or um, they can just you can throw an extra a new person into it and if if the leader or if um, leaders in the group are don't take it the same way um, or do not take it with a grain of salt and be able to use their own discernment and try and just use like borrow that judgment that discernment from the other person like whatever they say is clearly right you know um not actually um then it can kind of dissolve the situation yeah and i think this this really this idea like leads into something else that we wanted to talk about, which is just how do you kind of take care of all that yourself? Like we've used this example of like, you know, coming across people I had, I've used this example a couple of times, maybe even here, where I would go into a yoga class, like at my gym or something, and I would walk in and if I couldn't be up against the wall with my friend next to me, I didn't really want to always be in the class because I felt like not everyone is like taking care of their own energy in the same way that I am. And I'm, I take everything on so much, even though, you know, I protect myself, but sometimes if, you know, people aren't taking care of their own energy and taking, and like having an awareness of like what they're throwing around town. And I mean, what are, I, I also like, what are some examples, you know, if, if you're not a person that can like literally feel that, like, what are some other kind of like three examples of that? Of people that just can't take care of their, themselves that way. People who are, instead of speaking about a situation, like it can be resolved or an adjustment, like not necessarily. If, there, if there's different personalities that conflict, speaking of it as a speaking to the person that they're having the conflict with if you're if they're speaking to other people instead of the person that they're having conflict with i think that is a sign that you're not um 
honoring your own energy or other people's energy. Um, and I mean, it's one thing to be like, hey, am I seeing this right? Or what's going on here? Or, and it's, a, it's another thing to be like, just needing to vent, things like that. That's fine. But if you're trying to get other people on the bandwagon, that's, that's the, I think that's the line. Um, what are you saying? Like, it's a language thing? Like with, like with, if people aren't, I don't know, like identifying like who's taking care of their energy versus not. And it's not like a judgment, but sometimes you just know because there's like language that like, like it's like self-deprecating language. It's like, all right, it's funny to want to, to a point. And then it's like, all right, now it just seems like irresponsible or something of you to talk about yourself that way. So is it like a language and like, and, and like how you interact with other people? Yeah. Kind of thing? Um, Yes, definitely a language thing. You can definitely tell by how, or I can tell by how people talk. Uh, it, for me, it's a levels of communication for me. Texting, I can't, I don't, I don't get anything from that unless it's somebody I know very well. Uh, I always prefer to talk to somebody. And if I can see them, that's definitely my pre preference because I can see what their physical like it's like body, body language, language too. stuff is yeah. um and you know some people are the exact opposite they would rather have the cut and dry that they get from the text message because it's not con confounded by that um body language because thing it can be saying two different things um <clears throat> but for me, I use those things to de like develop the truth and what feels true in what somebody's saying or what I'm doing or, or anything like that, as opposed to, and if you're not being truthful and honest with yourself and like have that authentic <clears throat> authenticity in yourself, it will show. sense i think that we're getting to a place with within the collective where we're all figuring out different ways of discerning for ourselves and that there's just no way to like hide behind inauthenticity anymore like you're either you or people can like feel that you're not being you or can see that you're not being you they can hear it in your voice that you're not being you one of their senses is going they're not being themselves and you can just you know yeah and just the way yeah the way that people treat one another too is like a good indicator i mean it's and you know that that even comes back to the way that I treat myself, the way that I take care of myself, like what I do on the daily to make sure. Because I mean, we've talked about this a lot, like, and there's been lots of examples. Like, we put the mask on before we help others, right? Like, that's. Like I think that that's exactly it too, and I think that we have to really think about it that way. That like, if we see somebody who is projecting outwards 
some awful energies. They're just, you know, being rude or condescending, judgmental, whatever. We always have to remember that they are that way with themselves first, because you can only be what you are to yourself with others. And you cannot love somebody more than you love yourself. I mean, yeah, that, go ahead, sir. No, I totally agree with you, Shanna. I, um, how people present, like, How they how they present themselves. Well, I mean, I just I just think about like what okay, what is the work that I do to take care of myself on the daily? You know, what are and like what are the ba like we look at our basic needs and Elizabeth Gilbert has done this has talked about this like when you're even like as your own boss if you're looking at it from that lens like what is the first things like. Are you making sure that you've eaten? Are you like, have you been holding your pee for the past like half an hour? Are you having snacks? <laughs> um, like all, are like, you holding water? your breath? Yeah, your breath. <laughs> yeah, like basic, basic things. And like, are you she... brushing your teeth twice exactly. a day? Are you exactly. showering exactly. every day, every other day? <laughs> yeah. Did you put on your eyebrows today? Whoops. Um, but like, like basic needs, but then it goes beyond that. Like, then it gets, it's like, okay, well now we've got the basic needs covered. Okay, cool. Well, now your body's like, all right, well, I want, I need more. Now I need to make sure that I have my exercise in. I have, you know, the water is up. The food is not just food. It's like the right food. And it's like, and then the meditation practice starts, I think starts to come in about that level. And maybe, I mean, oh my God, you're so spot too. on too, because those are exactly my levels is that I have to do like the basic needs. And once the basic needs are met, I mean, like I definitely crawled my way back from depression. So there was a time in my life where basic needs were not being met. And so to be at a place where like my basic needs are being met and then it's like you put in good food and you're able to um, then have that drive for exercise. And then it's really interesting because once I have that drive for exercise, then I start to notice that I'm no longer wanting to like load my dishwasher. I want to hand wash my dishes because hand washing dishes is one of the best ways for like me to get out of my own way and to listen to the messages that need to really come through. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh yeah, meditation is coming back. <laughs> Yeah. Water. Water. Putting intention into your water. Lots of water. So I think it's very important to, if you're dealing with projection, like somebody who's projecting, to make sure you're not um, amplifying that projection. Um, to If you're being like somebody's projecting on you, be like, okay, peace, buddy. I don't need to be part of this. Or if you're going to actually confront it and deal with it, make sure you're you're ready for that and you're solid in what you believe is true and what well what you know to be true and what you where you stand and where you, where your energy is and where their energy is as opposed to just taking that on and taking on 
other people's opinions and I think that's what it all comes down to is taking taking on those other people's opinions because you're not as secure and ready to um, mirror it back as a not and not just like play that feedback loop do you know does that make sense absolutely and um to be comfortable asking yourself if it feels true to you because I just had an experience the other day where I was literally having a thought where I knew that it wasn't my thought I was sitting there going why am I why am I thinking this like I I don't feel that way just to find out that the person in the other room was having that thought and had been projecting it and I'm like oh that's that's how easy it is that's how easy it is and if I hadn't been okay or self-aware or um comfortable enough to even ask myself oh is is that thought true that doesn't feel true to me if I wasn't comfortable or aware enough to catch that it would have just slipped right in there and just to know like what your what your tendencies are like what your patterns are in your own brain and like I I will I'll constantly especially when I'm in like weird situations if it's like family or if I catch myself just like drifting off what like staying present like closing my eyes for a second be like all right where are you what are you doing are you up there somewhere are you like crawling in in the top of the ceiling somewhere over there in the corner like where where are you and bringing it back and I guess you know that, that that brings up like you know the buzzwords of mindfulness or this or that or I think another like thing to bring up and I've definitely experienced this is like as we're doing this work whether it's like through this like spiritual woo lens or if it's through like a, a mental health like therapy sort of lens is like sometimes when you start bringing yourself up and like getting yourself into a better space mentally like sometimes friendships kind of can't can't withstand what you're doing like you can't bring everyone along with you the same way as like you know it might happen with other people like you can't be friends with them anymore because of what they're doing you know and like let's just put a different spin on it it's almost like when you're mentally changing it's like when you used to do drugs or smoke cigarettes or, you know, drink alcohol and then you quit those things and you just can't be friends with the people who are not also going through those changes because it just is a different vibe. And so when you're trying to hold a different vibe, a higher vibration and putting yourself in that mental space of I'm going to focus on my health and my happiness and making sure that I'm following my heart and dealing with old trauma so that I don't have to carry that shit anymore. And, you know, it just changes your vibration and you can't always hold on to people that aren't also willing to make those changes and let go. Which also I would just love to add is not a judgment because everybody lets go and heals in their own time. So on the flip side of that, so me and my best friend, we've been best friends since third grade, but we are separately on this like same journey. Like she just 
like kind of discovers kind of she's always been that feeler so she is a cancer i'm a capricorn so we are literally the opposite ends of the spectrum but um then and that's part of why our relationship works as well as it does and um she i'm like going through all this stuff and we don't talk a ton because we have lives we're busy we're adults um but we separately have kind of been going through our own process in this awakening or in this like self-discovery kind of thing and in changing how we deal with other people like she has children and like she's kind of redone how she deals with her children and talks to her children not completely because we've always She's always, we've always talked to them like they're people, not like they're children, you know? I think there's a fine line to that too. Um, and so she's like on this, on meditation and like knowing that I do have more to deal with this like, like doing Reiki or doing, um, working with crystals and stuff like that, she'll like be like, oh, what do you think of this? And like, we will have whole in-depth conversations, which has always been something we've done, but it's at a different level now. And I, I very much enjoy it, because it's like, we did not um, decide to do this together. The Like, I mean, we did at some point, <laughs> but we didn't decide like we didn't sit down and go oh check out this podcast when i first started listening to it i did i wasn't like check this out um i just was like oh this is cool i'll listen to it figure out if it vibes with me and like things like that and she's like often her her life doing that kind of stuff she was a preschool teacher and so she was uh kind of developing her her way of dealing with emotional things because you know cancers are emotional beings and um so she's like helping these small people grow in like how to develop their like emotional intelligence and how to self-regulate not i don't know regulates the right word um but be able to deal with their emotions and like within themselves as opposed to acting out when they're having those strong emotions. Does that make sense? Yeah, like people all come, I mean, we all come to things from, like from different lenses, from different areas. I mean, I was hiking with one of my best friends and I was just talking about like some of the similarities of just like themes that have been coming up and it's like a theme will come up in you know this like spiritual awakened woo community and then I'll also see the same theme like how it's playing out in like pol like politics or like kind of just culturally and then you also get it from like the mental health perspective and it's like okay we're all, we're so connected. We're all kind of coming at the same thing. We just all have, you know, our different experiences and our different 
slightly different language, although some of the language is like totally crossing over and it's kind of wild. Um, but there's so much of just like, yeah, like we all have all kind of come to this place where we're like, okay, we know that things are not working the way that they were. Like where, what are we gonna do as a collective? What are we gonna do individually? What are we gonna do like politically? Yes, just like all of it, right? Well, and Shanna, I love that. And that's that's just it. I think that that's the next step because like the first step was noticing that something was wrong. So many people had no idea because we had been so deeply programmed by systems that have been throughout generations. And so again, not to fault anybody because we've been taught that for forever, but we're awakening to the fact that this is shit and we are unhappy living in this current way. We would love to be able to, you know, have more time for life and we're just, we're seeing it now. And so now that we're realizing that something is off, people are then asking the question, so what do we do about it? And now we're getting to the point where people are asking, so what do we do about it? Because enough people have seen something's wrong. Do you want to be a kept dog? Or do you want to be the wolf that you were born to be? Do you want to be fed and provided for and just your basic needs met without being able to have the freedom to get to meet all your needs? not just your basic ones and like we could spend an entire season talking about equality so we'll just leave it at that word that there is a lot of stuff that needs to be addressed with a lot of things but I'm loving that the conversations are happening now because it just makes you realize that we're at that we're at that tipping point where we get to create the change. Yeah, we get to create the change, and we also like I don't know. There, there's been a lot of people that are like, "Well, where do you start? And where do you what do you do? Like, where do you even start?" Right? Like, as a basic question. You start with yourself. (laughs) You start listening to yourself. Macro and micro work are so important. I actually, I was laughing when you brought that up because I'm literally, it's right here at the very um, beginning stages of some artwork about doing the work internally in order to change your environment externally. Everything starts within. Yeah. Yeah, and listening and paying attention and yeah, it's like the first thing that's like kind of beat out of you if you're like if you've grown up in like a religious organized religious household is like any questions that you have, it's like, no, you don't 
question it. This is just it. Oh, you have other ideas? Oh, no, no, no. Like, this is, this is it. And their use of fear, their use of fear is hideous because fear is, fear is just something that it's an emotion that's almost like an adrenaline rush. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just depends on if you're afraid of it or if you're excited to walk towards the edge of the cliff. (laughs) Yeah. And what's behind the fear are the people that want the power over you. Right. And it's all about the power because I mean, why did like religious things come into place is because people were able to do things on their own and they wanted to harness it right like that it's kind of coming down to like a basic level but yeah controlling probably the single most important thing an adult ever said when i was little i was always a why child and i was middle school age so 12 11 12 at this point and nobody had beat the why out of me not possible I'm too stubborn um (laughs) but I was it was my grandmother's boyfriend and we were moving him and I was constantly being like why I had so many questions for him because he had totally different life experiences than anybody I'd ever met before and so I was like why what what did you do like all these things and um so what he said with my dad my dad was like stop asking him questions stop and the guy looked him dead in the eye and he's like how is she ever going to learn anything if she doesn't ask questions ask all the questions ask him of yourself before you ask him of others but ask him Yeah, because knowledge is power, right? And knowledge is not just power, but also just learning to have, um, learning to listen to yourself, learning to go in and, yeah, see what's there. Because we all have that. And it's all, and yeah, we all have... (laughs) We all have that just different parts of within ourselves that we can find. And that's why it's like meditation, meditation, meditation is what everyone's kind of, and it's because we need that. We need, we need to lose that, that part. We need to like not lose. We need to come back to that part of ourselves where we did just listen to ourselves and connect with ourselves and you know, hold, hold what's, you know, our own truth before we kind of like go out and see what else is happening around us and yeah, experience everything else. Right. Yeah. So back to the fear thing, fear and excitement are like the same thing. It's just how your brain, like how you choose to like, what lens you choose to put on it. Um, you can, you can be in fear. You can be deep in fear and feel this way. Like this is nuanced enough that is, you know, don't, don't apply this to every situation, obviously. But most of the time when you're fearful of a new, new thing, 
it's also because you're excited about it. And like that novelty of it. Yeah, and it's pulling you out of your comfort zone too. Um, yeah, it's pulling you out of your comfort zone. It's even, you know, changing those like neural pathways when we, you know, I guess like a big example of this is like when I was younger, I can remember getting to a point where I was like, oh, I'm dating the same person over and over and over again. They're literally the same person. Well, how do I change that? I become aware of like, what are the triggers? What are the telltale signs? Like, and I, most of them are Scorpios. Sorry, you son of bitches. Um, I can be friends with you. I just can't date you. And you just notice the other things and that applies to anything, right? Like I know in the past, there's like just other patterns that I've gotten into as far as like my career and my business that I have always done. And this time around, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to take that side gig that usually distracts me too much. I'm going to fully do what my new role is, what I am, what I'm supposed to be doing as a business person, as an artist, as a teacher, all the things that I've used to define myself. But I'm going to list, I'm going to pay attention to what my brain kind of keeps wanting to do but I'm still gonna step into this new thing that's that there's fear there, but also excitement. <laughs> and yeah, definitely excitement. And I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to step into it. And that's come from like a lot of learning about myself, learning about how to control my energy, learning about how to react to other people's energy or not, um, and doing, doing that work, which is, which is constant. Someday we're going to do a video podcast and, um, they're going to be able to see all our faces <laughs> when we are reacting to things and nodding along. They're, they're going to be able that. to see all the background, people yeah. stopping by while we're recording. <laughs> it's been a riot today, you guys. You don't even Sounds know. <laughs> oh, we should just start a Patreon and people can pay to see the background shit. <laughs> Mine will just be a goldfinch constantly. <laughs> this, that right. goldfinch, I cannot believe that goldfinch is still there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Juliet has moved 16 times to try and find someplace comfortable because my air conditioner is not operational. So it's like 85 degrees in my house. <laughs> I have ceiling fans. It's fine. We're not dying. Um, yeah, your basic needs are met, right? My, my basic our basic needs are met this is just so funny because didn't we talk last time and i was like that's hilarious that lines up with what i'm talking about in my group therapy i'm pretty sure that i said that last time mm -hmm. but again we're talking about meeting our basic needs in group therapy so um <laughs> that also goes along the lines of what we do on the inside just manifests in our environment <laughs> Well, that's why I think like these themes are kind of come up because we are all so connected and it doesn't matter if it's like what theme it's or what lens it's through. It's like it keeps 
you keep seeing it. And I kind of, sometimes I kind of watch for that as sort of like an indicator of like, okay, that's the overall theme that we're like working on today. Okay, it's astrologically influenced or it's, you know, influenced by the, you know, whatever else, weather, who knows what else. But um, yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all there. And it's a nice, I guess it's a nice sink too. Well, do we feel like we kind of covered what we wanted to cover? Are there any like other new moon things we wanted to talk about? Oh, we wanted to talk about crystal care for the new moon because we have that opportunity now. Yes, let's let's put that in there for crystal care. Um, what do you normally do for your crystals, Shannon? Well, if I was as super ambitious as I would like to be, I would clear them on the new moon, and charge them on the full moon every month, and that would be great. But since I don't always get to that, I think even just talking about this is like a good reminder of like, oh yeah, you can do that. Let's clear everything out. I am moving into a new phase of life. I've talked about it in multiple places. So I think just getting everything out and moving it around my house and putting it outside tonight probably would just be enough to live with the intention of clearing it, maybe having like a piece of selenite in the middle, kind of arranging everything around. Feels like something that would be good to do. That sounds lovely. I know for, like I was thinking about with crystals and stuff like that, like do they have to go out every month? Because I was doing the same thing last year, putting them out on the new moon and on the full moon. So it's like, I'm, I have a hundred and some crystals. So I'm like gathering up a hundred and some crystals every two weeks to put them outside. Like I might as well just leave them in a dish, you know? And so then I was thinking about it and I'm like crystals and rocks and stuff like, like they're, they're old, like they're old energy do they like to be cleared and moved every month or are they every three to six months? I guess, yeah, does it some, do what feels right to you, eh? Yeah, some of them will tell you, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is too because like my girlfriend and I just went to the mountains this uh, last weekend and we asked like, who wants to come with us to go and cleanse in the mountain, the, the river water? Um, and only if certain ones were like yeah I want to go and others are like no I'm I'm pretty okay I think that if you are changing what the intention behind a crystal like with a crystal is they do need to be cleared out but like if you're totally changing if you're not like just adding an extra intention an extra layer of intention to it um but otherwise it depends on if you're using them or not. If you have a uh, hundred and some odd crystals, how often are you using it? Um, if they're your protective ones, a lot of those are well kind of self-clearing. Most uh, most of them that are pocket sized, like I mean, I don't carry around big old honking crystals in a backpack all day, but um, I usually will ask who wants to come with me for the day, and I. I tend to have 
five to seven crystals um, in a pocket shoved between my boobs um, (laughs) on bracelets, necklaces, anglets in my purse, (laughs) you know, like I carry them. I probably have way more crystals. (laughs) I have more crystals than I could carry a month, you know? So it's just a matter of, um, and some of them are not for me. Like they're ones that I've gathered that I, um, have gathered for the intention of giving them to two people. Um, yeah. And so they're kind of just hanging out. I clear them when I get them usually, unless so I know like unless a person gives them to me specifically, then, you know, I'll feel it out. But otherwise I clear them when I get them and clear them when I'm resetting an intention. Otherwise I don't necessarily clear them. And if it's, if I happen to, it happens to be the full moon, uh, now I put them out. I used to like be so like, Oh, got to take my tray full of crystals. Cause it was, you know, a big old tray full of crystals outside. But now I'm more like, does this need to go out? Not this time. Um, uh, and I'm more likely to just like use the intention and Reiki to clear them just kind of as needed. I'll tell a story of having ordered crystals from a non-reputable cough cough Amazon place, which I now know better about. Um, but I got some smoky quartz with the intention of using them in like some artsy craftsy stuff but I got them and I was like "Mm, something is off something does not feel right about these like yeah Amazon is maybe not the best place to buy crystals though Shanna um but what I decided to do there's um there's a turtle mound which is like a it's a literally just like a mound of dirt off of this one trail near me that's dedicated to they call her Queen Catherine, but she was like the um, matriarchy of the Seneca tribe. So there's this turtle mound that's like dedicated to her. So I decided I'll, I would bring these crystals that did not feel good. And I buried them like right next to it, just in that like sacred ground. And I left them there for a couple of weeks. And then I later came back and um, unburied them. And they the feeling in my hand was like night and day. So sometimes... And I've had crystals where like I've dropped them and broke them and it's like, okay, it's time. Like they just need to be buried. Like it's time to let them go. But these ones I like didn't really work with them well. So I just think like, even if it's just putting them in your garden, which you take care of and just saying, all right, you guys need like a little bit of time in the dirt to sort of like get back to neutral or get back to like whatever. Um, I have found that to be pretty, a pretty good way to, kind of take care of them. Now I use them a lot. I love that. I mean, for me personally, like I had never even thought about burying them in, in the dirt. And as soon as you're talking about it, I'm like, duh, like, <laughs> duh. 
Yeah, just bring them back, or even in like a house plant, if you, yeah, if you don't have like outside oh, I guess space I mean, that you trust. Maybe. I do put them in my house plants. I don't really bury them, but they sit in there. Yeah, something connecting them to Earth. If I can't see something, it doesn't exist anymore. So that's probably not going to work for me. Like set an alarm. <laughs> Actually, though. I have plants on the top shelf and I ha I cannot put crystals in the plants on the top shelf or else I no longer own those crystals so I totally feel you Sarah <laughs> we, we covered crystal I'm really excited I don't have any of you through Ryan Singer's podcast or you and me and Paranormal You uh, Crystal Eyes app does anyone? I backed that on Kickstarter, and I'm really excited. I'm so excited for that. I'm excited yeah. for Ryan too. Yeah, that's yeah, really like a, awesome. Yeah, it's a crystal identification, and they are using like AI technology, and yeah, super exciting when that crystal eyes. E Y S or E Y. That is amazing. So, e Y E Z. Oh yeah, maybe you'll find it if you Google it. Yeah. Or we can maybe put it in the show notes at some point, but yeah, that should be coming out soon. Yeah. For those of us who forget what we buy, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, beta is coming out soon. Yeah. Y'all, I went to go and put a new pair of plugs in this morning, like the stretchers for my ears, and it took me until today to realize that I owned a pair of leopard jasper ones. I was like, oh, these like polka dotty ones are leopard jasper. They're not just polka dotty, nice, you know, plugs for my ears. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> nice. Seriously, story of my life. Thanks for Zoom lady. <laughs> Thank you, Zoom lady, so much. We're recording in progress. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> Every time she's like, "We're recording in progress." She even gives me the option to leave. Like I can like run away. I'm like, "Oh, you recording? Bye." 